Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. A fall at a work site leaves a Northern Virginia man dead. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. A new retelling of the 1977 deadly siege on Washington. I'm Dick Iuliano. And early voting underway in Georgia. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. Holiday shopping is in full swing. Retailers say the cloud hanging over this weekend is inflation. We're seeing a lot of consumers say... I need to make every dollar count. I know I'm seeing rising costs in many parts of my life. I'm trying to be cautious and responsible. Now, Small Business Saturday is a relatively new idea. It's only been around since 2010. But last year, Americans spent an estimated $23 billion at small businesses. That's CBS's Michael George. Early voting is underway in some Georgia counties in the runoff between U.S. Senator Raphael Warnock and Republican challenger Herschel Walker. This voter was pleased by the decision to allow early voting in the first place. People in America work six and seven days a week. Why not give them an opportunity to cast their vote? Early voting initially was not allowed so close to Thanksgiving, but a judge ruled otherwise. So many people can't get there during the week, and we have many and more opportunities to vote. It's a wonderful thing. The Venezuelan government and the opposition have signed an agreement to try to resolve the country's political and humanitarian crisis. The BBC's Katie Watson. The government and the opposition have drawn up an agreement that aims to ensure that billions of dollars frozen abroad will be gradually released by a UN-managed fund, and that money can be put towards health care, education and food aid. Search and rescue operations continue on a small Italian resort island near Naples. One person was killed after a landslide. Here's the BBC's Mark Lowen. The fear is that as more areas are unearthed, the number of confirmed victims could rise. Vehicles were tossed aside and battered, hurled by a wave of mud into the waves of the ocean. Houses have been cut off, some without power. The authorities calling on residents to stay inside. Will that Walmart in Chesapeake, Virginia reopen after the mass shooting there? Kelsey Jones is with WTKR. Walmart leaders did send us a statement saying in part, quote, we will work very closely with our associates and rely on their input to determine the best time to reopen the store. But the thought of doors opening again has some hesitant. I would not feel comfortable going back to Walmart at this point. The city of Chesapeake will be holding a candlelight vigil this Monday at 6 p.m. at Chesapeake City Park to remember the six who were killed. The co-owner of Club Q in Colorado Springs, site of another mass shooting, is grateful for the outpouring of support. The love that we received from around the world, um, from our city's officials, from our state officials, the resources that had been made available to our community has been amazing. The club no longer considered an active crime scene. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. It's 8.03 on Sunday, November 27th. We're at 49 degrees going up to the 50s on what will be a rainy day. Good morning, I'm John Aaron. The top local stories we're following this hour. Someone fired shots at a Metro bus in an apparent road rage incident yesterday. Police say the M6 Metro bus was shot at around 1 p.m. near Southern and Pennsylvania Ave, just at the Maryland line. 
It was hit multiple times in the front and back. The suspect was driving a dark Honda sedan with Virginia plates. The last four digits read 7097. A description of the driver is not available because the suspect was wearing a ski mask at the time. Police are offering a $1,000 reward for any information about the suspect. And to get a better look at them and the car, go to WTOP.com. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Luckily, no one was injured in that shooting. And the Metrobus shooting was the second suspected case of road rage in recent days. The other case started inside the 3rd Street Tunnel Friday night. Police were then called to the area of 6th and E Streets Southwest. The victim was taken to the hospital with a gunshot wound to her leg, which is not considered to be life-threatening. A man is dead after being struck by a car in the district. Police say the crash happened yesterday on Central Avenue near 52nd Street in Southeast. The victim was pronounced dead at the scene just after 6 p.m. The driver involved did stay after the crash. A Manassas man is dead after a work-related accident. 40-year-old Heidi Ricardo Lopez Rivas's life came to a tragic end after he fell from a moving vehicle Saturday morning. The Loudoun County Sheriff's Office says they were called just before 9.30 in the 23,000 block of Evergreen Mill Road in Leesburg for a man who had fallen from a vehicle. Police determined that he fell from the back of a truck while the vehicle was in motion. The truck driver immediately stopped the truck and called for emergency assistance. Rivas was pronounced dead at the scene. Although the investigation is still active, authorities say there's no indication of criminal activity. Stephanie Gaines Bryant, WTOP News. One person is seriously hurt after a fire in Dumfries. Firefighters responded just after 7 yesterday morning and were told of a person trapped inside a burning townhouse on Dahlgren Place. That person was rescued and flown to a burn center. Four other people now have to stay elsewhere. The cause of the fire is under investigation. Decades ago, a deadly two-day event shook this city and reverberated around the world. Now a new book recounts the 1977 Siege of Washington. Heavily armed members of the Hanafi Muslim group took 150 hostages at three locations, including the Jewish service organization B'nai B'rith. The attack was designed to rattle the local level. But it was also designed to shake uh, all of America. Shahan Mufti says his book, American Caliph, is the first on the siege 45 years ago. Radio reporter Maurice Williams was killed. Future Mayor Marion Barry was among the dozens injured. The root causes of what happened were in some ways the real sense of injustice that the Hanafis felt. Shahan writes that counterterrorism efforts were in the early stages of development when the siege locked down Washington. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. The holiday season brings families together, but of course that brings with it special challenges. The holidays add new meaning to the phrase food fight, but in these tough times it might be better to pass on the politics if you want to keep the peace. Well, I think it's important to set your expectations and to know who you're dealing with and to Imagine some of the questions you may be asked that press your buttons and to perhaps practice with some answers. Psychotherapist Robbie Ludwig has these tips to navigate a potential minefield. I often tell my patients to think about who do you want to be when you show up. The bottom line, it might be best to declare a truce as you gather around. If not, be prepared to get as well as you give. Del Walters, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, the U.S. cracks down on Chinese tech firms. We'll go deeper on the national security concerns behind the move and what China might do in response. It's 807. Every success you've had began with a great opportunity. Now, there's another one. 
Last year, University of Maryland Global Campus awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Now's the perfect time to make your next career move. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by Chev. Here, I got us a millionaire raffle ticket. Us? Well, I mean, you know, we've been seeing each other for a few months now, so, you know. Yeah, we've been dating, but is this my raffle ticket or is it your raffle ticket? Who gets the money if it hits? Well, it would be our money uh, for our future. You're really great, Mike, but if you think I'm splitting it with you, you're crazier than the other guy I'm dating. Wait. What? Now with even more prizes and still just $20, tickets for the New Year's Millionaire Raffle from the Virginia Lottery make great gifts. Please gift responsibly. 808. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Mary DePompa in the traffic center. All righty. Thanks, John, and a happy Saturday, uh, Sunday, whatever day it is. It just seems like a <laughs> it's Saturday. A day off. Yeah. <laughs> We've had well, a few few Saturdays in a row, it feels like. That's right. That's right. Well, I didn't mean to jinx it, and I hope it continues to feel that way if you're traveling out and about. I know the weather's beginning to touch base on Interstate 95 farther to the south, and Clay's got all the weather, all the timing. I can tell you, so far, so good. Fingers crossed. 95 in Virginia will start there. Coming out of uh, Richmond as you head northbound, passing Parnham Road exit 83, the first part of that ramp is blocked, the first exit, 83A. That's a crash, but that's it. You're good to go all the way now into Spotsylvania County, maybe just in cringing into Stafford County, a little wet pavement, but no delays ahead. You have another crash, northbound 95. It's going to be right near the Prince William Parkway service road. They got everything to the shoulder, and most of the flashing lights have cleared out. And just a quick reminder, Easy Pass Express are with you in the northbound direction if need be later today. Nothing else reported. 66, Front Royal into Roslyn. The Beltway rides well. The only issue on the Beltway, Prince George's County interloop ramp to go to Ritchie Marble exit 13. There's a crash on the ramp, but you are able to make that exit. Baltimore-Washington Parkway running south after NASA Goddard. Slow for reasons yet to be determined. We'll get back to you. 95 in Maryland, Beltway to Beltway, doing well. Looking for a safe used car, Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. And next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Mary pump the WTOP traffic. And that rain continues to move in this morning. Let's get the details from Storm Team 4's Clay Anderson. Thanks a lot, John. Storm Team 4 radar. Yes, the rain. I know there's been spotty rain showers inside the Beltway, but a definite line of showers spreads now from Frostburg, Winchester, down to Warrington, Fredericksburg. This line, again, Rappahannock County, Prince William, Fairfax County will be moving in within the hour. So those that are expecting the rain, it'll start on the Virginia side before it reaches the Maryland side. But the rain will be coming through again within the hour. Temperatures today will continue to be on the warm side, Rising to the mid-50s, winds from the southwest, and they will be gusting 15 to about 25 miles per hour. So there will be periods of rain, particularly for the football game, unfortunately, because the rain is late coming to Prince George's County. And those rain showers will linger across areas of Maryland during the late afternoon into the evening before it all ends. For tomorrow, back to work, back to school, temperatures in the low 50s, winds from the northwest, and we'll have some clearing. Temperatures right now, area airports include Baltimore-Washington International BWI with light rain, 47 degrees. Reagan National, it is dry at 50 degrees. Dulles, you'll be seeing some rain 
Just a few moments at 50 degrees. And it's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 811, the big news involving China right now concerns protests there over COVID lockdowns. But other big China news happened this past week with the U.S. banning the sale of communications equipment made by certain Chinese companies, citing an unacceptable risk to national security. Joining us for more is Mario Mancuso, a global affairs expert and former Pentagon official. Mario, good morning. So what exactly do these new restrictions aim to do and why is this move being made now? Uh, Good morning, John. Well, these are very important restrictions. What the FCC has finally decided, and they did so in a bipartisan way, and they did so unanimously. Those are are some key uh, points there. Um, to prohibit the uh, sale and importation of, of, of certain uh, telecommunications and, frankly, video surveillance equipment from China. Now, there's a particular list of companies that the FCC identified, but the point here with these restrictions is the United States, through uh, the offices of the FCC, are trying to upgrade or I'll you know, state it differently, remove vulnerabilities from U.S. communications networks. This is extremely important because typically we tend to think about the U.S.-China competition in grand terms, diplomacy and military and economic competition. But these were glaring deficiencies in our communications networks. And so what the FCC did was take steps to try to strengthen those networks to protect uh, Americans. So how does this fit into the broader U.S. strategy concerning China? So I think it's I think it's important to note that other countries are doing it well. Countries like Canada, Australia, and and the UK, and and their restrictions are slightly different, but uh, directionally very similar. But again, um, this this is this is the United States underscoring. Uh, institutionally underscoring that U.S.-China competition is a long-term, um, it's a long-term play. It's not going away, and it's uh, in- incredibly important to the United States. And so by by taking these steps, uh, the U.S. will be better positioned to compete in the future. And the way it fits in is, of course, there are lots of domains in which the United States competes with China. Uh, I mentioned a few of them before, militarily, diplomatically, economically, technologically. But you can't compete if you have glaring vulnerabilities. So the first step, an important step to do, is to make sure our networks are secure. By the way, while this is an important step, what it doesn't do, it doesn't replace equipment, Chinese equipment that is already in our systems. Um, that's a new initiative. There are some FCC commissioners that are committed to, uh, to, to doing that in an affordable way. Obviously, there would be lots of legacy costs to address. But again, uh, improving the, the, the resilience and security of our communications networks is paramount uh, to uh, U.S. security interests. Quickly here, Mario, is China reacting? Uh, no official reaction yet, and I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't at least react directly. Um, that would not surprise me. But I think this would underscore to the Chinese, as if they needed it, um, that the U.S. is intent on competing. Now, John, I think a key point here is some of these steps actually started way back in President Obama's administration. They continued and were strengthened by President Trump's administration and are being refined by President Biden's administration. So in a world in which it's really hard to find bipartisan consensus on anything, we should be thankful to China that at least Democrats and Republicans agree with respect to making uh, the United States more secure, more resilient, Um, uh, vis-a-vis China and other national security threats. Global affairs expert Mario Mancuso. You can follow Mario on Twitter at Mancuso Online. 
Hi, Melanie Funkhauser here, president of Fair Oaks Chrysler Jeep Dodge and Ram. This month only, factory order your new vehicle from Fair Oaks and save as much as $12,000 off MSRP. That's right, Melanie. Plus, this month during the Black Friday sales event, make no payments for 90 days on many in-stock vehicles. Lower prices, higher standards every day. Online at fairoaksmotors.com. Factory orders 5 to 10 weeks. Some models may be longer. See dealer for details. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And here's Frank Hanrahan. Caps start their long road trip with a loss at the New Jersey Devils 5-1. to Jack Hughes of New Jersey with a hat trick to lead the way for New Jersey. John Carlson, his sixth goal of the season was the only goal for the Capitals who again fall at the Devils 5-1. to College football Maryland shuts out Rutgers 37-zip on Saturday to close out their regular season. Terps 7-5. and Now wait to see what bowl they will play in. Number three, Michigan tops. Number two, Ohio State. Bit of an upset here, 45-20. Other rivalry games, Alabama all over Auburn, 49-27. At the World Cup, it was Argentina over Mexico, 2-zip. Poland beat Saudi Arabia, 2-0. Australia over Tunisia, 1-zip. France, the defending champ, beats Denmark, 2-1 to clinch a berth in the round of 16. College hoops on Saturday, local winners, Georgetown, Navy, GW, and George Mason. Maryland women topping Towson. Commanders get the Falcons Sunday at 1 o'clock as the Commanders 6-5 and five record hosts the Falcons who come in at 5-6. and six. Again, Caps fall 5-1 at the Devils. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. A shooter took aim at a Metro bus in an apparent case of road rage in southeast D.C., No one on the bus was hit by the gunfire. Recent shootings in Colorado and Virginia have prompted President Biden to once again call for stricter gun laws. Even though it was recently recaptured from Russian forces, Ukrainians are fleeing the city of Kherson as a result of Russian missile barrages. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. You might want to think twice before dropping checks in blue mailboxes or even putting them in your own mailbox. Theft of mail, specifically checks, from those blue U.S. Postal Service boxes continues to be a problem. Kathy Brandt lives in Dunwoody, Georgia, outside Atlanta. Anything I mail is important, so I don't want to put something in a box that's sitting in the middle of the street. Paul Shade is a U.S. Postal Inspector. The consequences for mail theft can be up to five years in federal prison and a $250,000 fine for your first offense. The Postal Service is telling people to hand mail directly to your postal carrier or take it directly to a post office. Jim Crisilda, CBS News. It's 818. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Mary DePompa in the Traffic Center. All right. Thanks, John. And thanks to our listeners asking you shall receive. If you're traveling the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, there is a slowdown happening through Greenbelt. Once you pass NASA Goddard toward Greenbelt Road, Bill says the car crowding the left lane disabled with just flashers on and no help. Hopefully we'll get some help in there quickly. Uh, they tend to retrieve things quickly on a holiday weekend when we know there's going to be a big travel day. Right now, we are readying for said big travel day and we're waiting for the weather to push in as well. It's going to be a soggy Sunday and Clay has all that coming for you. I can tell you so far so good on the roadways no big problems on i-270 95 in maryland beltway to beltway our one issue on the beltway well besides the commanders hosting today no slowdowns on the beltway yet in prince george's county we have one incident it's on the inner loop the ramp that would go to richie marlboro road exit 13 there's a crash on that ramp you are able to make the exit according to listeners just do so with caution 
That's it for the Beltway, and that's pretty much it for Maryland. We'll move into Virginia. Same 66 from Roslyn all the way through Front Royal. They ran for the crash that was in the plains, a westbound after broad run, but before the plane's exit. They were along the right shoulder, so no harm, no foul. 95 same, we're beginning to get some wet pavement moving in. Again, Clay's got the timing for this weather. But right now, 95 from Fredericksburg all the way through Springfield, 395 is moving pretty well. Our one crash that was northbound, the ramp, the service road for the Prince William Parkway, we're down to just one disabled vehicle. No more flashing lights, but watch out on the right side with caution. Mary DePompa, WTP Traffic. And that a Storm Team Force, Clay Anderson. Another fast-moving system moves across our area. This time, more rain comes in. Unfortunately, just in time for the travel day. Many folks will be on the road and at the airports, wet roads up and down the I-95 corridor and points east and west. Rain will be off and on throughout the day today. Periods of moderate rain late morning to the early afternoon. Rain will slowly taper off in the afternoon and end during the overnight hours. Winds will be southwesterly today, keeping our temperatures warm 15 to 25 miles per hour with gust. For your overnight fair skies for Monday, back to work, back to school, cloudy skies for Monday. Temperatures will be in the low 40s, winds from the west at 10 miles per hour. We will see some sunshine, but not before Tuesday at the earliest with high temperatures on Tuesday near 50. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. Some more moderate rain now showing up on radar south of Triangle near Fredericksburg. Some more moderate rain near Front Royal and Winchester. We're at 47 degrees in Rockville, 46 in Ashburn, and 50 in District Heights. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials. Coming up, another food staple that has shot up in price. 821. Need appliances? Skip Black Friday and get to Bray Friday. Going on now with Bray and Scarf. With huge deals you won't want to miss on in-stock bestsellers, in-store and online. Get Black Friday pricing now with savings of up to 38% on select appliances. And get doorbuster savings on select GE Profile appliances. Plus, see the new Monogram lineup with free basic installation and delivery on select models. All at the absolute lowest prices with Brian Scarf's best price guarantee. Bray & Scarf is the area's number one local and independent appliance retailer. Our factory-trained appliance experts are ready to answer all your questions and give you the personal attention you deserve. Don't miss out on the amazing savings happening now because it's better than Black Friday. It's Bray Friday. Visit any of Bray & Scarf's convenient locations or shop online at BrayAndScarf.com where it doesn't cost more to get more. DC Sports Huddle listeners want to put your pro football picking skills to the test? Visit MGM National Harbor to play Beat the Book at any of our BetMGM kiosks. Get more picks correct than our book, and you could win a share of $15,000 in free play. Each week, visit between Tuesdays and Sundays at 11 a.m. to participate in this free-to-play game. And if you're searching for a great game-watching destination, check out Tap Sports Bar for music, food, and drink specials every Sunday. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or 1-800-GAMBLER. The heart-pounding mystery, the Pulitzer Prize-winning drama, the Tony Award winner for Broadway's best revival of a play, A Soldier's Play. In 1944, on a Louisiana Army base, a black sergeant is murdered, triggering a gripping barrage of questions about sacrifice, service, and identity in America. Norm Lewis stars in A Soldier's Play, directed by Kenny Leon and written by Charles Fuller in the Kennedy Center Eisenhower Theater December 13th to January 8th. Tickets at kennedy-center.org. 
This is WTOP News. 823. Questions and concerns remain over how Frederick County Public Schools will implement a settlement reached with the feds a year ago. It was last December that the Department of Justice reached a settlement with that Maryland school district after finding it unnecessarily and repeatedly restrained students as young as five in violation of the Americans with Disabilities Act. Under the deal, Frederick County was to end the use of seclusion, overhaul its restraint practices, and train staff on the use of appropriate behavioral interventions for students with disabilities. But the Frederick News Post reports officials are still trying to determine just how much time and money they have to spend to make up for the infractions. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. Have you noticed the price of butter lately? First, I put in three quarters of a pound of room temperature butter. High prices have holiday bakers hunting for discounts, and they've Band together to spread the word on social media. The Wall Street Journal says 111,000 members of one community Facebook page posted images of an Aldi weekly circular advertising butter at $2.49 a pound, which sells for more than $6 on Amazon right now. Bob Crop, columnist for the Cheese Reporter, says he sometimes buys butter for a dollar less at his 7-Eleven than at the grocery store, lowering the price of a homemade spritz cookie or a snickerdoodle infinitely. Some supermarkets offering discounts this week have put a limit on purchases. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Steven Spielberg's latest film is now in theaters. This time he points the camera on his own personal story in The Fablemans. It has people talking about that film and how it ties in with Spielberg's legacy. Anyone who has had Spielberg's movies play as a light motif through their lives will find this very moving. Oliver Jones, son of Davy Marlin Jones, says The Fablemans continues Spielberg's career theme of the breakup of the family unit like Close Encounters. I've always had this theory that Richard Dreyfus was who he was and Harrison Ford was who he wanted to be. <laughs> Arch Campbell will never forget seeing Raiders of the Lost Ark at the KB Cinema. As the boulder is rolling after Harrison Ford, the audience went berserk. Hear our breakdown of Spielberg's entire career on my podcast, Beyond the Fame. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Money news at 25 and 55. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. 2023 shaping up to be a good year for workers with a new survey forecasting companies plan to boost salaries by the most since 2007. Organizations are telling us that they not only increased their salaries this last year by about 4%, but that in 2023, we're looking to see that pay increases could hit an average of about 4.6%. That's Hattie Johansson, Director of Research and Workplace Consultant Willis Towers Watson, who cites two main reasons for that jump in pay. The increases due largely to a lot of the inflationary pressures that we're hearing, um, but it's also a lot about employers are looking to retain and attract uh, their workers by ensuring that their pay is competitive in the labor market. And the types of jobs that should expect to see the biggest wage increases next year are in IT and digital talent, but also hourly workers, even manual laborers. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tom Busby on WTOP. Coming up, protests in China over COVID lockdowns, 826. Diamonds Direct is celebrating the holiday season by extending our special 20% savings offer through this weekend. So you have a few more days to take advantage of the best prices of the season.